Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. We are here. It is the match preview uh, for a brand new season. Liverpool, Chelsea, Sunday. And yeah, um, what a wild day it's been in the build-up to this. Um, for pure clarity's sake, it's been a wild morning of Moises Casado action. We haven't seen confirmation 100% on what's happening with that transfer. At time of recording, Liverpool have had a bid accepted. Um, but yeah, we can't go too heavy in that. But we will talk about the match. Uh, anyway, joining me, I've got uh, Chloe Bloxham, Abby Rudkin and Andy Bell as well. And have you two done a show before Because uh, together? Because I've said I've, it's been my... I'm desperate to get you two on a show together. It's the two most scouse girls <laughs> that I know on a Liverpool show. We've also made sure we've got Andy and just to make sure we've got a bit of diversity <laughs> as well. Like, you know, um but um representation's important for the Yeah, absolutely. Um I'm looking forward to this. I am um, Chloe parking the transfer stuff for the moment. Liverpool Chelsea, huge game to kick off the season. It's annoying that it's at Stamford Bridge, of course. I'd much prefer it to be at Anfield. But um look, if we're gonna find out where Liverpool are at, we're gonna find out where Chelsea are at. There's a few better ways to do it than to smash them head to head. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it seems like, you know, in previous seasons this is a bit of a stalemate, a bit of a boring game, especially last season. My God, went down there. Uh it was a lovely day, sunny, and then the Reds kicked off a ball and I hated my life. Um <laughs> hopefully it won't be the case this Sunday. It just feels bigger. It feels it's the start of the season. There's a lot more pressure on it. Um to, you know, if you want to challenge for titles, and I'm not saying Liverpool are there, they might be there with a, a sign and auto. Um, but if you want to challenge for titles against Manchester City, you've got to hit the ground running. They need to do that. Um, and it's possibly the best time to face Chelsea, the the without Nkunku. Mm-hmm. We don't know how they're going to really line up. Hopefully they don't also know that. Um, so, yeah, it feels like this game is going to be goals galore to me. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's it, isn't it? I mean, what we know about Liverpool, what we can say with certainty is the attacks looked amazing through pre-season. Mm. Every, we've got six lads there, all the way down to Ben Doak, who all I would be made up to see any one of them take to the pitch. Mm. And that's what we're hoping, you know, the, the one thing we can kind of hang our hat on right now, we don't know about the, 100% know about the midfield. We're still a little unsure about whether the, the defence is going to be up to snuff, but I'm excited to see Salah and then take a pick of whoever we surround them with mm. I'll be just as excited yeah that's the thing I feel quite comfortable with anyone up front at the minute like probably for me it'll probably be Diaz, Gakpo, Salah to be honest that's probably what I'd go for I've seen a lot of people are like throwing Jota in now saying that he's playing much better Nunes for me I feel like I've been really critical of him last season I feel like I ripped him on here loads of times <laughs> but like he looks a lot more calm and collected now in the way he's playing he doesn't look as 
crazy. I mean, I sort of like that side of him, except when he's like headbutting people. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I, I sort of would have faith in anyone. The midfield, I, I don't know at the minute. We'll have to say, obviously. I mean, I don't think even if we do get Casado, I don't think he'd start, to yeah. be honest. I don't think we get that over the line unless we do it within like the next hour or so. And yeah. then I'll start talking about that. But yeah, and then defence, I mean, I don't know yet, to be honest. I think I'd probably just say Canate, Virgil. Trent Robbo, sort of that sort of thing. I think, and I think the defence does sort of kind of pick itself. The midfield's going to be a little bit of an X factor. We saw obviously Alexis McAllister starting the DM against Darmstadt. What we don't know, because I haven't seen Curtis Jones do it against Bayern Munich, is was that because Curtis had a little bit of a, a, a fitness issue going into that game, or is it because they've decided that McAllister's the best fit for it? Because up until that point, they'd seem pretty fixed on the idea of McAllister's going to play one of the eights feels like they want to build that midfield around them. Of the lads we've seen so far, I think it's probably fair to say he's the one who settled the quickest. I think Soberslai looks okay. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to his Liverpool career, but I don't think he's been... He's not exploded onto the scene. I think the way that McAllister just looks like it's been a seamless fit so far. So they're the big question marks over how we line up in midfield for this one, really. Absolutely, and depending on what happens in the midfield, you know, he said already that he's picking a, a team for Chelsea and that's not necessarily going to be the team for the entire season, so it will be interesting to see what he does in that sixth position. I think uh, I think Chloe's right. I, I think even if we sign Caicedo, it's not going to be it's not going to be over the line in time. I think it's midday on the on the Friday he has to be registered by, and you know the latest we have is that Chelsea are uh, Chelsea are coming in with another bid, but we'll not get into that. I think. Whether it's Jones or McAllister on Sunday, I've no issues or qualms with their ability to take the ball in the half turn and progress us up the pitch. I think they're both very good at doing that. And, you know, in possession, I've uh, absolutely no doubts that both of them can play that role. The concern is obviously going the other way and whether they have the, the defensive nice and the kind of destroyer mentality of the, the Fabinho's who can lash a tackle in or anticipate a move building up. But that said... You see the goals we're conceding in pre-season and the chances we're conceding in pre-season. It's just like a long ball over the top. And unless you're getting someone in who's 15 foot, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you put there. Just got some stilts <laughs> for your DM in the middle. Like, yeah, go ahead, lost, send it long, see what happens. Honestly, they're going to have to come out wearing heels. That's how, that's what it's going to be like at this point. But, um, but you know, they, 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 nothing can stop that at this point. Now, obviously, you know, if you've got like, for example, like I see the win there and he can cut off a move before it's even being able to develop or win the ball back within three seconds, you know, that makes a difference to how you retain the ball and this, that and the other. But yeah, for Sunday, it's, it's one of those that it, it looks like whichever midfielder we do get is not going to be in on time and it's just one of those we're just going to have to try and get through. And this um, is the thing, you know, it, our attitude on this will change depending on what happens in the next sort of 24 hours, I guess, club. But Liverpool have made this bed for themselves. You know, they've not boxed the defensive midfielder off. They sold two. They've not replaced. They've not replaced in time for this. In time for this game necessarily. And even if again we were to sign someone before midday, the odds of them starting away at Stamford Bridge first game of the season, having probably not even trained with the teammates, is it seems seems kind of highly unlikely. So we're going to have to make do with what we've got. But I suppose it's that that idea of having that professional in there would make us all feel a lot calmer. But you know, ultimately. This is the situation we played our way into. It's actually on the rest of the team to pick up the slack. Um, and it is going to be, if it does feel like kind of you were alluding before, if this is going to be a game, it's going to be either be the dullest game of football anyone's ever seen where they both cancel each other out, or it is a 4-3-5-4 slobber knocker that sees like, you know, it's like an next goal wins NBA jam style. Yeah, I think it's what 
the Casado deal would do is it would give either team the bounce because us yeah. rocking up to Stamford Bridge with Ecuador flags taking the mick out of their fans, <laughs> like it had set up. Either way, these two sets of fans are going to absolutely hate each other on the day. We yeah. know that. We that was already set in stone. But to add this transfer war to have someone being the winner going into this game, it just adds more fury to the fire. Um, and I can't wait because the atmosphere is going to be incredible. What a, a game it is to kick off the season, by the way. If you couldn't get up for, you know, this, then I, I can't help you with, with anything else. But it seems like whoever's the most disciplined is going to win the game because we, both teams at the moment, don't have a DM, which is why we're both looking for Casado and the likes of Lavia, who we've been linked with. Um, and it'll be who can make shift that better because they've obviously got the Enzo Fernandez, they've got Conor Gallagher there. Um, I, I'm not too sure who they're going to make in that DM kind well, of role. Well, it's just, just on that point, so I got the uh, the, the side up to play their last preseason game. With um, I, I'm not too sure who they're going to make in that DM kind of role. Just on that, but they went with Reese James, Thiago Silver, Levi Colwell, Kess's name, Ben Chilwell across the back four, doing 4-2-3-1, Conor Gallagher and Enzo Fernandez as the pivot yeah. with Sterling, Chukwemeka and Kunku and Jackson leading, and Jackson the, the, the tip of the spear in that one. Obviously, you mentioned before, and Kunku's out for four months, which is a huge loss. You know, we talk about the bounce, losing your your big, your main signing for the summer is a, is a big thing for them. But, um, Abby, Conor Gallagher and Enzo Fernandez, you know, both good players, but... Mm. I suppose there's one thing to kind of comfort ourselves with. They don't have that destroyer either. So mm. they're not exactly watertight through the middle of the pitch either. So again, it probably does filter into our idea of this is more likely to just be a, a high scoring game rather than it be a, an aggressive tight one. Yeah, really. that's the thing. I absolutely hate this fixture every season. I absolutely despise it because it's just nil nil and boring. And to be honest with you, I'm quite liking the fact that we might both be in this situation where we might just actually both have a go at each other and it'll be like good watching because yeah. it's just been so boring. It's not, I don't, not that it's not worth my time and effort, but traveling all the way down there to sit there for a nil nil just feels rubbish and it gives something for the fans to like want to go for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm quite excited for it. I'd, not that I'd rather. It was that way. Obviously, I'd rather we could just start Casado and then just, you know what I mean. But yeah, like I'd rather it was that way in yeah. a way. Like go back to like you think about like five years ago or whatever, where, where it used to just be us trying to outscore people at a point. It's a bit like it's exciting. Do you know what I mean? I can enjoy that to a point, not when we're trying to go for a title and all that. But we well, can know. go both ways on that. I think we saw this when when Rafa lost his way at Liverpool. He went back to the defensive stuff, and our, our heads fell off as fans. Mm. Like, oh God, can't go back to watching nil nil football and like grind and results. I think we've just been seeing we've seen you know title challenges and goals and, and, and mm. all glorious moments. So yeah, if you're gonna buy, get Liverpool buying from Liverpool fans, have us play attacking football is probably not the the worst thing. Mm. Um, what do you think on this one, then, Andy? Because yeah, Chelsea are. I just look at that side and look. They've got obviously they've got so many players still. It could be any others. And just they brought on Mudrick, Cucurella, um, Lewis. Wow, not really many to be fair. Uh, they've still got Andrew Santos in there. They've got. Wow, they've got a lot of players I've never heard of, which is good on them, I suppose. Surely not that Andre Santos, is it? The uh, one that was really crap for Arsenal. No, 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 that would be hilarious. Um, that's how many footballers they've got, they're just acquiring them for a laugh now. Um, yeah, they. I look at that team, and obviously knowing Kunku, I think he would have been a big, a big decisive player, particularly if he was playing down the left-hand side for them. 
could have really exploited the space in behind Trent and what have you. Yeah. I think Chuck is a really good player, really smart. I'm, I'm, I'm gutted Liverpool missed out on him when he left Villa, to be honest. Obviously, you know what Raheem Sterling can do. Jackson's a bit of an unknown quantity, but oh, he's been no, scoring he's goals. But he's been scoring goals in pre-season, good player. He great. But I don't look at, at, at midfield axes of Conor Gallagher and Enzo Fernandes and get too worried. Reese James in a back four, I don't think it's as much of a concern as him playing as a, as a wing back four. Then Thiago Silva's still brilliant, but at some point he's going to stop being brilliant, you'd think, because he's 100 years old and Kepa's Kepa. So like I, I I don't look at that side. I think you can get this better than some of your parts. Poch is a good manager, but I think pound for pound, even without a, a, a professional DM for us, I, we should be more than good enough to give these a game here. No, I completely agree. I actually saw something, the XG philosophy Twitter page mm-hmm. put something out that the last four games, cumulatively, it has been Chelsea nil, Liverpool nil, but the XG cumulatively over the four games is like 7.2 to 5.8. So like it's it's overdue goals mm. by 13, which is, which is, you know, absolutely massive. And you think about like a, a normal distribution curve that's right at the extreme yeah. of what can of randomness and what can happen um so you know this might just be one that that kind of is part of the reversion to that mean and you know the way both teams are playing it, it looks as though that, that that could well be the case you know that you're right on chelsea i think they'll be looking at that Bayern munich game and you know it's it's quite a basic tactical analysis or dumbing it down to something but basically when we lost the ball in that game our right back was playing centre midfield mm-hmm. and our left back was playing left wing and we were defending with two with two players half yeah. the time and if you're Raheem Sterling and Mikhail Madrick as it would be yeah. you know you're thinking right well, I'm just going to keep it tight and the minute they lose the ball I'm bombing into those those fullback spaces and you know the wee lad Jackson I think 12 goals and 25 for for Villarreal last year, a team who don't really score that many goals. So there's absolutely no doubt about it that they will carry a threat mm-hmm. um, and we will be vulnerable, whether it's a number six position or whether it's just the way the fullbacks are playing in this system. So I think you could get a mad game on, um, an absolutely mad game on Sunday. And I think that's what we're going to have to do if we're going to win it. I don't think we're going to go and win 2-0. It'll be 3-2 or 4-3. And as long as we get the points, I don't care. I, You know, we the, the six is going to be the unknown and that's going to make it so hard to predict the team, Chloe. But the, one of the other things is we were doing this on the the preseason wrap up show on Plus yesterday. Of like, I, I I'm no clearer really on who Liverpool's attack is, who Liverpool's best eleven is really off the back of this. And the, the other X factor is Cody Gakpo, yeah. and is is he going to play as a nine or is he going to play as an eight slash ten? And and then if he does play in the midfield. Who then plays in the nine? Because we've seen Darwin Nunes and Salah link up a lot during preseason, but we've also seen Jota and Gapo linking up a lot. If it's you in the managerial hot seat for this, <laughs> what would you rather? Would you rather Jota lead the line and Gapo midfield? Would you? I mean, God, to go through the there's, there's about fifty permutations of what we could actually do. What would what what would you go for? If Klopp's brave enough, I put Gapo in the eight. I put McAllister in the six, and I have Jota up top. Nunes. Make him run Thiago Silva into the ground for the last 20. I'm okay yep. with that. But save him as your, your kind of absolute chaos. If you need someone to cause something, put him on. Jota is showing he's prolific. He's our most prolific striker. Why you wouldn't have him on the pitch? I'm not too sure. Mm. He's shown how good he can be in pre-season. And I think what you get with Darwin Nunes is you get to sit there and say, look, lad, you know, 
we rushed you in too quickly last season because of the absolute chit-chat we had with all the injuries. What we're going to do is we're going to give you time, drip-feed you in, let you have the minutes. And if you take those minutes, you get more chances. But there's less pressure on you now because we've got four players available who can do it. Um, so for me, I'd 100% have Diaz on the, on the left. I'd have Salah on the right, obviously. Um, Jota up top and Gakpo as, as the eight, hopefully. It's... Um... Again, it's mad, isn't it? Because you know we, we could just start Gakpo, and I think one of the issues mm. we've got, Abby, is that not having that dad in the wall number six means that mm. I think we have to choose our forward line a bit more carefully. I think if you've got, if we'd had Caicedo, for example, in the door, or Lavia, or whomever, Fabinho, you know, mm. I think there's a chance that you go, you start with Darwin Nunes because you can afford to have ten other players pulling together like yeah. Man City do you know Haaland does nothing else really for that team he's a bit of a wall to pass the ball off and then he'll get in positions to score goals I'm happy with Nunes doing that but I, I wonder whether Klopp's a little concerned about what it does going the other way so actually Jota or Gakpo centre forward probably makes sense to mm. cover a little bit of those failings well I, I was going to say put Gakpo and then I've obviously Diaz and Salah but like Chloe sold it to me there to be honest with you you've sort of convinced me if we're beating them 4-3 yeah. have four attackers if on we're going all for it then fair enough I'll go with what Chloe has said but I do get what you mean you, Nunes just like his game is what it is do you know what I mean he doesn't add much else elsewhere so. but it sounds more attacking to say Ga- mm. it's like because we're saying four but Gakpo in midfield he's he, pressing he, exactly, yeah, he's exactly. Pressing that and that's, thing. that's what Nunes doesn't have sorry is mm. how many times have we heard this pre-season the way to get into this side is to learn the press if you're the best at the press you're in Jota is just better at pressing up top than Darwin Nunes is he doesn't understand the system yet he still looks a little bit like a headless chicken he looks much mm. better much more calm he's in the right areas and he's a, he's improved in composure but if we're going on pressing is the philosophy here Gakpo knows how to press as a number nine if he plays there mm. and he incredibly somehow knows how to press as an eight as well um, so based on that that's why I, I put those down I think there's a crucial thing as well in that whoever is playing the number six if we're trying to protect them and we've got our three midfielders mm-hmm. in there who are going to be in there and then your number nine's like Gakpo who's dropping deep that is a defensive tactic in yeah. the midfield yeah. mm-hmm. as much as it is like a false nine dropping deep to get the ball if we lose the ball Gakpo's in there and he can counter press and I think someone like that you know will 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 massively help help out whoever's playing in the number six because it's less onus than the number eight's and he can just drop in. I think Jota can do a, a similar enough job. It's more he's more defending from the front yes. rather than dropping in. Yeah. Um, and with the greatest respect, I wouldn't have Nunez anywhere near the starting lineup just for this one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I just honestly wouldn't be asked if we start doing this. I'll be, I'll be absolutely fine with it, by the way. But I agree. I think what we saw toward the back end of the preseason suggests that we're trying to be a little bit more and put about better presses. But you, I think your point's spot on with Nunes. And I, I said this like the other day, kind of go back to what he was at the start of last season. Bring him on for half an hour. Just like, you know, have him be an explosive impact. Get his get his feet under him, get him get him confident. And then and and I, I I'm not opposed to that being Diaz as well, by the way. Mm. I, I could quite easily see Gapo start Jota come off the left. Because yeah. he's been getting goals from mm. central and from, from left as well. He's your best that's that three is your best pressing from three, I think almost under the it's the it's the perfect blend of pressing but goals. Um and I, I think that's why we went to that the back end of last season it was the one he could he could trust the most to do it obviously Diaz wasn't fully fit and sharp so I'll, I'll, I'll sort of counter that point slightly with that but I'd be I'd love to see Diaz start but imagine a world where all of a sudden you're bringing Diaz and Nunes into a game with half an hour to go there's all your pace and there's your dynamism and then there's your X factor in, in Diaz you've still got Salah on the pitch and then maybe you've got like 10 minutes of dough right at the end if you really <laughs> want to leg leg them I honestly I don't know I, I could convince myself of any possible permutation yeah. on this you've also potentially got Harvey Elliott uh, mm-hmm. off the, the bench who can unlock doors from that midfield mm-hmm. position he's he looked decent in uh, pre-season when he came off the bench he looked like the attacking outlet he was heavily involved he was obviously in a team that was much you know not our starting 11 let's say um, but uh, he was the the kind of sh- you know spark in those teams. Let's let's talk it out then. Let's say McAllister starts in the six. Abby, mm. who are you putting as the other two midfielders? <sighs> you look convinced Curtis? me. Mm. Sabo. See, um, this is my problem with Curtis Jones. Obviously, like I, he's playing a lot better, to be honest with you. But I can't see if we do get Casado in him getting a lot of game time outside of that. So. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit stuck on it to be honest with you. I mean Gakpo in the eight sounds like a really good idea, so I think I'll go just with that. See this it's just the girls, isn't it? So you know <laughs> I uh, go on, Cole, what you what you do. Let's again let's let's we'll do two. We'll do McAllister in the the six yeah. and then we'll do Jones in the six. What do you think? So McAllister McAllister's in there. McAllister. Um I've I've said it already, so I'm gonna have to stick by it, aren't I? Um Gakpo on the left. Sobersly on the right, just because I I really like it. Okay. It's the thing with Sobersly as well is he's having like he's like having a few shots on, and I, I to be honest, but yeah, I can see second half of the season in banging quite a few of them in. Yeah. He Kepa just needs a bit of time. Notoriously bad. Yeah, well that's the thing. Well. I, I feel like he, he could get one past Kepper. Do you know what I mean? Give him his game time. Couldn't Roberto Sanchez start here because Kepper has been linked with a move to Bayern Munich. Mm. So, I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd still have a shot at Robert Sanchez. Like. Well, yeah. Yeah, Andy, um, I'm going to disagree with the the, the Skyser side with yeah. that. Um, <laughs> I, I, if McAllister's in the it's it's a bit of a boring answer. I'd play on Sobosly anyway, and if McAllister's in the six, Jones is in the eight, and if Jones is in the six, McAllister's in the eight. I just yeah. I don't think you can say to Curtis Jones with how threadbare the midfield looks right now after how well he did last season. I don't see how you don't trust him in this. Yeah. Because how do you almost come back from that? Well, if he's seen then Caicedo coming in, he's thinking, well, I couldn't get a game when when we hardly had anyone here, so what can I do now? And you know, 
whoever plays there, let's assume it's 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 not Caicedo. Whoever plays there is going to be vulnerable. They aren't a natural number six, but Curtis Jones has played there all summer, both in the friendlies and um and you know in the uh, in the Euro twenty ones as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. that, that would be my midfield three, whichever position can, uh, they are. Can I add to that though? What if what if Curtis Jones is being told, look, lad, you've been boss, you can improve, but you are a squad player. What if he's just being told that though? Like he can make himself to be a squad player. It doesn't mean you sit on the bench and then you come on in the seventieth minute. It means you're in rotation. It means mm-hmm. if you take your chance, you can start the next game. And if you take it in that, you can start. But then if someone else comes in and proves themselves, okay, well, I've, there's a bit of competition here. You've got to fight for it. There's so, already three ahead of him, and then you're breaking a British transfer fee potentially for another one who's ahead of him. Who's ahead just, of him? Are you putting Tiago ahead of him? Uh, well, possibly. I wasn't even thinking about that, but I was. I'm saying if you if you play um, McAllister, Sobisly, and, and and one other, that's not Jones on on mm-hmm. Sunday. Then that's three ahead of him already. Yeah, no, I, I just I, you know I just don't think you can say to him at this point because how no, good he was. And, and I no, I and I totally agree. That's why I think Curtis Jones will start this game regardless. Mm-hmm. I think he'll probably. I'd probably be slightly more comfortable with McAllister in the, the six because he yeah. just looks a little bit more combative in there. He looks a little mm. bit gnarlier. But I think if that's the case, I think Jones has to start in that left side of the eight for me because it, that was where he, he shone for us last yeah. season. Nobody in preseason, that's the one difference. Nobody's gotten into those positions that he was getting into last season. You know, like that arriving at the back post and sticking sticking the ball away. I don't think anyone's quite played it that, that way for us. If it was an ideal scenario, I don't think we'd have been starting McAllister and Sobberslai first game of the season no. anyway. I think you, I think you, you use Sobberslai in because he's he's another one who's just learning the learning the ropes. He's a he's a bit of an unknown still. Whereas Curtis is, you know what you're getting, you know 100 percent what you're getting from Curtis Jones if you put him in that one. So if it's McAllister in the six, I'm putting Jones there, and I would I would then either go. Gakpo's either leading the line or he's in the or he's in midfield. If he's playing centre forward, then I'd probably go with I'd either go Sobersly or Elliot in that situation. But yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't I can't see how Curtis Jones doesn't play. Mm-hmm. If he's not if he's if he's playing in the six, he's playing in the six and that's what he's playing. But if he's not playing in the six, I it would be a bit of a kick in the teeth, I think, yeah. to be like, you were boss last season, you were a real part of the resurgence, you've gone and had a brilliant summer with the under-21s, you've really matured as a footballer, you've done as a solid by playing a little bit of DM in, in pre-season. Go on, mate, that's your mm-hmm. shit to lose, but that's just, just That's me, the anyway. thing, though. He's come up against so much criticism, like the first half of the season, then he proved himself, and then all of a sudden you're taking his space off him, do you know what I mean? We're yeah. signing all these players and telling them he's a squad player. He might not be happy with that, really. I do know that means he'll be in rotation, but I just don't think he'd be happy with that. Like, he's fought for his place, do you know what yeah. I mean? But at the same time, you're going for titles, aren't yeah. Well, you? Well, yeah, and it's how they perform in training, which we don't see. Mm, you know, yeah. if he's been rubbish in training, he won't play. Yeah. But if he's actually been boss at the end of last season, then the boss will do the 21s, and then he's been working his socks off all summer, and the manager's impressed with him, then of Why course not? he'll start. Yeah. Because, like that's to say, that's where he's at. He's, he's, earned his right, he's earned the right to lose that place, and someone else should come in and take that off and to buy someone, and then take... I don't think he could have performed better. I don't think mm. anyone functionally could have performed that role better. Um, I think different. I think McAllister plays it differently. I think Gakpo plays it differently. Um but you know we want we want goals from I think from those attacking midfield yeah. slots, and Kirk got a couple at the back end of last season. Yeah. You know almost as many as anyone has done it in in recent years. So there's a there's we'll a physicality see. point with the midfield as well, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Like Gakpo six foot four, Sobisly is absolutely massive. Yeah, 
Curtis Jones has filled out and has become a lot more physically adept in these games. I even thought like a lot of stick when we went to Forest and lost one 0 last year, but I actually thought he was our only player standing up to them a little bit, holding them off with yeah. the ball. You know, we know McAllister isn't the most physical player, so you know someone like an Elliot could could struggle a little bit with the the arrival of McAllister purely off that physical point because how many times, especially given our away form last season. Did we go to some of those bottom sides and just get absolutely bullied off the park? Yeah, and at, at no chance, at no way of creating a chance because we couldn't get a hold of the ball or keep a hold of the ball. Yeah, so I think that's a concern for him. Energy and uh, physicality is what you need in midfield, and that's why maybe Elliot doesn't get the nod in this one. If McAllister's in the six, just to give you that extra little bit of stability of just having a couple more six footers, and that way, Curtis, Scapo, or Sobers like all fall into that category. Just give you a little bit more. Curtis is the uh, sensible option. I just don't choose sensible. Options, <laughs> evidently, uh, if if Curtis J in the starter, I'll be happy with it. That's why he chose to work for his club. Yeah, um, <laughs> Hamoud Al Taki with a, a huge super chat in a in a currency I don't know, so I apologise. But it says reminder: Jurgen Klopp said uh, we all feel one hundred percent responsible of what happened last season, and we want to make things right. Trust doesn't be patient. We will have a remarkable season for our fans. Uh, you'll never walk alone in Jurgen Klopp. We believe, yeah, and that's the thing. I think I think. Um, Pochettino's a great manager, by the way. Oh, yeah. I really do. I think he's, he's one of the top managers in the world. But um, he is still new. He is still trying to find his eleven. Let alone, you know, like he's, <laughs> he's twenty three more. Like. No, no. But that's what I mean. I, you know, I joked this on a, on a show the other day of like he's got a chunk of marble there at Chelsea. But like, how gifted is he at chiseling away at that? You know, yeah. He, yeah, any anyone can chisel away at a chunk of marble. If he gets it right, he could have like a statue of David in there. You know what I mean? He could have an absolute masterpiece. But if he gets it wrong, this, it's just a it's a useless. You've just wasted a lot of marble, haven't you? Ultimately, mm-hmm. and I, I think he's still working away at that. We're starting to see the shape of what he's doing, but hopefully, it's a little bit early in the uh, in the process for him um, before they've got the. He's got his arms around everything trying to do. Um, it is always a bit reductive to do this, but we're going to do this because in old school red men build up format style. Let's have a score prediction from people. Mm. Sorry, Chloe, you're going first. Uh, 4-2 Liverpool Abby probably nil-nil at this rate oh, right. Right. it's going to end up nil-nil isn't it but I'll, <laughs> let's just say 4-4 four, four, but I just feel like it's going to be nil-nil okay sad uh, I think it could be anything but I'll go 3-2 Liverpool Cool, I'll go. For, I'll take a four-three Liverpool win here. Mm. Madness to start the season. A bit like that Arsenal game in Mane's yeah. first, first first season, yeah. where mm. they, yeah. they they get the first goal and that, don't they? And then Mane yeah. just decides to rock up and be. Yeah. They miss a penalty as well. Like mm. Yeah, side the mig. Um, hero. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, fingers crossed. It's a nice. Oh, hello. Uh, a nice, exciting time for everyone. Um, boss. Yeah, we uh, will be here in the studio for this one. So do make sure you check out a bit of a revamp on the match day content as well. So I'm excited to show you guys what we're going to be doing. Uh, so yeah, come and join us on Sunday afternoon for all of that good stuff. Thank you to everyone in the comments who's interacted and put the scores in. Uh, Graham here predicting two one to Liverpool. Paul Day LFC says three nil. Craig the Brute says eight seven to Liverpool. Uh, big fan of all that. <laughs> Uh, and of course, if you want Moises Caicedo news, whatever happens next, we've got you covered in a big way. We've got a Redman Reacts with me and Chris up on redmenplus.com right now. Uh, I'm going to be speaking to Neil Jones about this, and we've got a whole bunch of other things lined up as well. So yeah, hopefully uh, some movement on that in the coming few hours. Uh, and yeah, we'll have you covered from all angles. Um, on redmenplus.com, if you go there, 
and use the code Caicedo, C-A-I-C-E-D-O, on a Captain Yearly subscription. Uh, You're going to get a massive discount on that. Tom, can you remember what the discount is? Yes, well, it's up. To get 50% off a yearly subscription to Redmen Plus, use the code Kaiseido on a Captain Yearly subscription. 50% off for a full year of Redmen Plus. Uh, fill your boots on there and uh, yeah, enjoy yourselves. We hopefully will. Anyway, cool sounds. We'll see you all very, very soon. Ta-da. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.